0: enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with cube from first arkansas bank and trust member fdic
1: just 4.99
0: the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Shaper. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports on
2: the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer should return tomorrow. Sitting in today, Trey Shep. I'm Randy Rainwater from Central Arkansas, actually the capital city. And let's check in before we go to Trey Biddy of HogSports.com. Let's talk with my man Neil by way of Saracen. All right, Neil, you got you've got to help educate me. There must be a half a million. Prop specials on the Masters. Give me the inside skinny. Give me a couple I should play.
3: Uh, the ones that I like to play are the ones to make the cut. Uh, those are the ones that are the easiest one. That means they're playing on Saturday and Sunday, providing we have no uh, weather delays uh, between now and then uh, when they tee off tomorrow morning. So the, the easiest ones to do are to make the cut. The other ones that you want to look at are the round one 18-hole uh, uh, match bet. That's when we pit two players against each other with similar abilities, and we assign odds on them, and whoever has the lowest score for that round, you win. It's pretty it's pretty uh, straightforward. There are so many bets on the Masters uh, before it tees off, um, and, and you've got to look at two different places. You've got the regular Masters 2023 feed, and then you've got the specials, which is the extra content that we created using our in-house trading and risk management team uh, to put those bets together that are very, very popular uh, on betting for golf. And then the Masters is just a special golf tournament due to its location and the history of it, and it's the only one you get a green jacket from, so uh,
4: <laughs> people are
3: really, people really really love to, uh, to look at the Masters. And, and, and this year, We can bet on it, and just about any aspect of that tournament, you can bet on as long as there's a stat tied to it, and we are proud to have that menu up there for you.
2: And when should we expect to see Arkansas Ole Miss in regards to baseball and then Arkansas versus Georgia in softball?
3: Uh, Arkansas versus Georgia is already up. That softball line is up. The baseball will be released tomorrow when the feed releases it. Uh, when they releases the feed, it will have the odds on the individual crops, the consensus odds. And we'll use that to create the Arkansas specials, that specialized content that you help us create because you know the players uh, better than, than, than just about anybody uh, based on what we talk about each day on, on Drive Time Sports. And uh, instead of you having to hunt and peck and put those combinations together, for your favorite players, we try to put that, uh, we put all of that together for you to find it. And we boost the odds as an extra bonus on those combinations.
2: Sweet. It is called BetSaracen.com or get the app at the App Store, BetSaracen. Thank you, Neil. We will talk with you tomorrow. That is Neil Atkinson by way of Saracen.
0: Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293, family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher.
2: Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. No access today by way of the media. However... I love saying that. Marcus used to always say that. However, uh, you had a another complete breakdown on the Trey Biddy shuffle
5: on the offensive line. Yeah, the shuffle continues. This is the first time that we've seen, uh, actually, uh, uh, Patrick Kudis at right tackle. You know, yesterday we were talking about guys moving around, and it's like... Uh, uh, you know, everybody on the left side is staying on the left side, it, no matter how much they shuffle. And everybody on the right side stay on the right side. In fact, the only guy that had bounced between the first team on the left side to the right side was Brady Latham, and that changed yesterday with Patrick Kudus moving out to right tackle. Sam Pittman said that they recruited him originally to play tackle, and you know they've been working him at guard. I think part of that so they can move Brady Latham around a little bit and uh, they worked him at center. Uh, we've seen him work him at center one day, and then we know that he worked at center also in the scrimmage. Uh, I think that's a, a bit of a concern, center. I think they need to to zero in on somebody who can who can back up that spot behind Bo Lemmer, uh, whether it's, you know, even if it's a starter uh, who can move into center and then require some shuffling around, but, uh, you know, uh, he's shown he's been able to do that, but they wanted to give him a good opportunity Uh, To work at tackle. Uh, They weren't necessarily pleased with how things went in the scrimmage. Part of that was uh, the defensive ends really just coming after them, linebackers giving them some trouble. And part of that's also, you know, with them playing musical chairs on the offensive line. I mean, they've had nine practices, seven of them have been open to us. There has not been a single duplicate combination on the offensive line. Every single day it's been somebody different. Um, The guys that are you know, you feel, starting to feel kind of like, okay, this guy may be locking things down. Obviously, Limmer and Latham, those two guys have started every single day. Limmer at center every day. Latham either at left guard, left tackle, or right tackle. Um, but the next guy's you know, who you said has control, and that's uh, Devon Manuel at left tackle. He has started, I believe, of the seven we've seen, I think, he started five days at left tackle, so that's that's definitely notable. When you know you're starting the majority there, and you know Kudus is is right there next with, uh, you know, with the Marion Harris. I believe I think both those guys have had four days that they've been starters. Um, uh, Takius Crawford I think has three days, and so uh, you know you kind of start looking at that stuff and and saying, okay, well I I don't I think it's. You'd love for five guys to pop out and say, you know, hey, I'm your starter. But I don't think it's the worst thing in the world right now to have eight guys saying, hey, I'm a starter. And that's kind of where they are right now.
6: Trey, I've got a question for you. Um, yes. When, How you doing, when, chap? Hey, good. When, when KJ has gone out the last couple of years, it's like, okay, well, who's the backup? It's, you know, Malik Hornsby it was at times, Fortin. But do you feel like Jacoby Chriswell that you're confident that he can get the job done if the unthinkable happens to KJ this year, and he does have to miss significant time, maybe a game, two, three?
5: Yeah, well, he missed two games last year. He yeah. probably mm-hmm. should have missed another one, probably should have set out that Liberty game. And I do think that you have to feel a lot better where they are at backup quarterback because... Malik Cornsby was an experiment. He had breathtaking speed. Mm-hmm. Um, he could throw it through a wall, but it was just inaccurate. And on top of being inaccurate, I think even bigger problem with being inaccurate was, uh, because he was accurate sometimes, was just he only threw it with one speed, you know, mm-hmm. um, and just didn't have that touch. I don't know if Jacoby has touch yet. You know, I haven't seen him. That much. I've only seen him scrimmage a few plays here and there, uh, but he looks like he does. And he looks like, you know, when they're doing throwing drills and when they're throwing to the wide receiver, it looks like really impressive velocity to me and a nice tight spiral. And Sam Pittman says these last couple of practices, the lights kind of come on for him a little bit and he's starting to get more consistent. I would love to see some scrimmage numbers, uh, but unfortunately, we don't have, you know, what kind of completion percentage. We do know. That it wasn't a great day for the quarterbacks because they didn't have very much time to throw, you know we don't know uh, how well the defensive backs might have done because they didn't really have much work to do because the quarterbacks <laughs> didn't have much time to throw so right um, that would be like a concern you know right now is uh, can these guys get protected? I think they will I think it's just a product of uh, messing around with the offensive line, but I like Jacoby, I think he's got really good legs, I think he throws. The ball um, very you know very nicely, very tight, consistent spiral with a lot of velocity behind it, and I think they've upgraded that position uh, with, with Jacoby on board how's Malachi singleton
2: um, I got to believe is he is he a one hundred percent healthy trade because he had that season ending injury mm-hmm. to his knee last year at the high school level. Uh, how's Malachi looked yeah. thus far? It was, wasn't it a broken leg? I think he broke his leg. Either that or it was something to do with uh, a ligament or something. I mean, it it, yeah. it cost him the year.
5: Right. I don't think it was an ACL, but I, I'm thinking it was a, a fracture maybe. But uh, he looks fine out there to me. He looks maybe, um, you know, he's similar in size to Jacoby. He's probably not. He, Jacoby might have an inch on him or something like that. Uh, he might uh, have a little bit stalkier build, but they're pretty similar Uh, i would say uh jacoby you know probably throws with more velocity right now um maybe have a little quicker feet just barely i mean barely (laughs) i mean they might they might be they might be pretty even on feet uh but uh they're kind of similar style quarterbacks really uh it's just malachi is a few years younger okay
2: very good Uh um in this offensive line shuffle, back to the offensive line for a moment. Trey, are you expecting this to go all the way now into fall camp? I mean, this is this is uh, what down to the last six or so practices, mm-hmm. uh, and one of those is going to be obviously the red white
5: game. So, it, do you think this might carry on into the fall? I believe it was Andrew Thomas that Pittman was talking about in 2017, where they had him at, uh, I think, I think they had him at left tackle. I can't remember where they had him, but they had him at a different position, a tackle position or something. And then, um, then they had him at guard because they decided he was one of their five best. And then two weeks before the season started, they moved him to right tackle. Um, so. He had not even worked at right tackle, I believe in in camp, and he ends up being you know a first round draft pick, uh, but that was two weeks before that two thousand and seventeen season started where they went to the college football um, uh, championship game. so yes, things can change. You can shuffle the offensive line uh, at any point. I think you'd feel more comfortable. If all these reps and all these moves and, you know, switching around, you're getting video. I mean, they're videoing everything and they're tracking every single thing. I think you'd feel better if they come out of spring and they're able to review all that stuff and say, okay, these are our five. I think that would be much more ideal than switching things around two weeks before. Although, you know, competition is going to continue in fall camp. But I think, you know, one thing... I think is good about fall camp is you know you're not going to see players just quit the team and enter the transfer portal because the portal window doesn't open until December you know so if somebody's not happy with their spot um, you know you're not going to play football if you leave (laughs) anytime so uh, you know I think that's uh, I think that would be ideal again they've got eight guys I think that you you say okay these these eight are it's going to be some combination of these eight unless they bring in another. I mean, numbers are they're at 14 scholarship guys, so there's absolutely a possibility they could try to bring in another offensive lineman. You'd like to have at least 15 minimum, and so um, they've got room to bring in more if they can find them. So, yeah, uh, if I had to guess right now, if I had to guess at it, I mean, last week I had Latham at left tackle. I'm not so sure I have him there now. With Manuel, you know, consistently playing there, and then with Kudus kicking out to right, because I feel like they, I feel like they have some real high hopes for Patrick Kudus, and trying to find a, a place for him to go. But Lemmer at center, Latham at left ta- at left guard, Manuel Manuel at left tackle, um, Braun at right guard, and maybe Kudus at right tackle. I think right tackle is probably right tackle and right guard are the most undecided, but. I think that could be the way it shakes out. And there's still a Marion Harris who's going to have something to say. There's still Takiyas Crawford who's going to have something to say. Uh, and probably a little bit to a lesser extent, uh, Andrew Shambly. Shambly's uh, got a great future, just probably you know, needs to cook a little bit more.
2: Let's talk with Savage. Savage, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey.
5: Yes, sir. How y'all doing?
2: Hey, buddy. How are you?
4: I'm doing good. Trey, you know, watching some of the scrimmage, you know, what I've seen,
3: Who's number 9? Is he a, a tight end or a wide receiver just to the high test? Man, this kid looks
5: really good. You're able to you know watch his name? the in scrimmage.
4: Yeah, you know, you get to watch some of it on Facebook, you know, they cut it up. You get you oh, see, yeah, you know, yeah.
5: just the bits and pieces. Yeah. Yeah, not the yeah. full not the so full n- scrimmage, but you get number 9 is Lucas. You know, the freshman tight end. Um uh, 6'3" 226. A guy I think they'll do a lot of things with this year. I, I absolutely expect uh, Lucas to make an impact this season.
4: Yeah, Kid really, really good. I mean
3: you me you know, you know anything else about him, you know, high school, I mean what's what's his kid's yeah. number? Did he score a lot of
4: touchdowns or what do you know about oh, him? I get yeah, off and appreciate
5: it. Highly productive. At one point he was Thank you, number, at one point he was ranked the number one prospect in the state of Oklahoma. I think when everything shook out he finished uh, number three overall prospect in Oklahoma. He was a four star recruit. Uh, he would be higher if he was, you know, an inch taller and ten pounds heavier or something. No, probably. if he were,
2: if he hadn't made notice, he was going to Arkansas. He'd been oh, rated higher,
5: right? You think that? You think that's it? Yeah, gotta be. Yeah, the Ar- Arkansas bias. <laughs> 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 yeah. Meanwhile, Shamar Easter's <laughs> shooting up the rankings. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think I think I do think the height hurt him a little bit because he, you know, he's he's the lightest, shortest tight end out there. It's not by a dramatic amount. I mean. Almost everybody else is six four. Bax is six five, and has a six three. He's not your traditional inline tight end. I don't think that they're going to be asking him to do that. Although, don't let that fool you because he will pop you. I mean, I see him in drills and uh, you know, and obviously out there practicing and, and thudding up and stuff. But I've seen him in drills, and I mean, he'll <laughs> he pops the pads, man. I mean, he's he's got some. He's got some pop to him, so don't let that fool you. But I absolutely think you know you're going to see him, you know, lined up in you know more of an H-back role, uh, split out wide. I think they'll do a lot of that with him, and I mean they've come out with two tight end sets quite a good bit, and so I think you'll see him in there on that. And you know sometimes he'll be, you know, closer to the ball. Other times he'll be split out, but he'll definitely have a role.
2: All right, Trey right from our. Asher Record Service Company live In feed feedback. I'll start with Dylan. Dylan says, Trade, who do you think uh, we have a shot at Air Noland? And do you think Walker
5: White is all in on Auburn? I don't think Arkansas will stop with Walker White. I, I feel like he's, you know, pretty much made his decision that he's going to go to Auburn. Um, you know, it's a uh, I'd say it's a product of, you know, Arkansas having a new staff in, but Auburn also had a new staff in, you know. So, um, I don't know that that's going to happen for Arkansas. Uh, I think if I had to guess right now on Air Nolan, I would maybe project Miami for him. Arkansas is one of his, uh, what, seven finalists. He's going to decide uh, just a few days. April eighth is his decision date. But I think the guy that Arkansas ends up getting is is, uh, KJ Jackson, who also wears number one, who is about the same size as KJ Jefferson was, about six three three. Excuse me, six three two fifteen in high school. The you know big difference is he's left-handed and KJ Jefferson's right-handed. But I think they end up uh, getting him. He's down to his two finalists are Arkansas and North Carolina. And I don't think it'll be too much longer before he makes a decision. He's also a four-star prospect. And he's, it's kind of funny because I was looking at both of those guys the other day in their high school recruiting profiles and stuff. Um, they are rated almost exactly the same, like right around 350 or so. Um, you know, uh, you know, right on the cusp four-star. They're both four-star prospects on 24/7 and on the composite. Uh, So I just found that kind of interesting. Same first name, similar last name. You know somebody, if he ends up coming to Arkansas, there'll be somebody in a few years that, you know, maybe not an Arkansas fan, but somebody who kind of casually follows it. who will say, man, it seems like that K.J. Jackson guy's been there forever. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, uh, it'd be kind of cool to have another K.J. uh, K.J. Jackson, not K.J. Jefferson this time. So, yeah, the only difference... You know, obviously, um, I, I don't know if K.J. if KJ Jackson has quite the same wheels that K.J. Jefferson has. You know, Jefferson can scoot, but this kid threw for like well over 4,000 yards in high school. You know, I mean, he's put up some prolific numbers, and uh, I believe he's from Alabama. He put up some prolific numbers, uh, and like a ton of touchdowns and not a lot of interceptions. So he's a pretty prolific passer. But he can he can move. I don't know if he's quite the runner that KJ was in high school. Of course, KJ is not the thrower. Uh, that K.J. Jackson is. K.J. Je- I keep saying K.J. K.J. Jefferson is not, <laughs> was not the thrower in high school that K.J. Jackson is in terms of mechanics and all of that.
2: We'll be doing that forever and ever if he if K.J. Jackson ends up at Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Mike says, ask Trey if he thinks Josh Street can make
5: his way up the depth chart this year. I think that when the depth chart comes out, you'll see Josh Street as the backup center. But that's not how it works in game. You know, they'll have, um, usually you have a guy that's your backup interior, whether it's left guard, center, right guard, a guy that can play those spots, or if you have to shuffle some players around, and then you have a swing tackle who's your backup. Usually it's just, you know, seven players that are gonna see the field on the offensive line. So a backup offensive line depth chart really doesn't mean a whole lot, but I think when it comes out and it's printed, And you see it, I think there's a good chance Josh Street will be listed second.
2: Is Bo Limmer, right now in your opinion, the most versatile lineman that
5: Arkansas has right now? I don't remember Bo playing tackle. I I think it would still have to go to Brady Latham. I mean, Latham doesn't practice center, but he does snap at least in um, pregame and uh, before practice he does he snaps, but Latham has played literally left tackle, right tackle left guard, I don't know if he's played right guard in a game, but it wouldn't surprise me if he has, uh, but he's Latham's pretty versatile Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow, that is Trey Biddy of Hawksports.com
2: being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company Trey Shep I'm Randy Rainwater. Up next, Bar Reed, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. is now
1: open for the 2023 103.7 The Buzz Spring Golf Tournament, Monday, April 10th at Rebsonman Golf Course, presented by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Sign up your team at 103.7thebuzz.com. Brought
7: to you by Reed's Metals of Benton. Due to the recent storms, Reed's Metal has plenty of roofing inventory in stock and are here to help get you back on your feet. Call 501-77-METAL or
1: reedsmetals.com. Calling all barbecue lovers. Register to be a judge at the 19th Annual Double B's BuzzBQ. Sponsored by Michelob Ultra, Gravely Mowers, LRS, Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort, Tito's Handmade Vodka, and Fence Brokers. Go to buzzbq.com to register. Judges will be selected and contacted via email.
7: Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Guys, there are a lot of people out there talking about testosterone, but I want you to do your homework, man. I want you to make sure that you choose a provider that you can trust. The provider that I trust, the provider that I recommend is Low T Center. It's where I get my... My levels check. I've been a client for five plus years now. Low T Center exclusively specializes in men's wellness. They check all your levels, not just your testosterone, and they determine the cause of any symptoms you're having and whether you're a candidate for low T or something else like low thyroid or even sleep apnea. Typically, their annual health assessment is completely covered by health insurance, and I'm telling you folks, they check everything, including PSA, which is your prostate levels, and they check thyroid, liver, and kidney function, cholesterol, glucose levels, and much more. Low T Center has affordable and convenient options for treatment, including monitored self-inject treatment that ships directly to you each month. So no need to come to the center each week. Make your health a priority this new year and schedule your annual health assessment at Low T Center today. It's covered by most health insurance or less than $100 cash pay. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center Reinventing Men's Health Care. Get ready for the Harlem
1: Globetrotters 2023 World Tour presented by Jersey Mike Subs. All new. Non-stop action, amazing basketball skills, and more. Don't miss the Globetrotters at Simmons Bank Arena on April Seven. Go to Globetrotters.com.
6: Hennard Foothills Equipment in Cersei has been selling and servicing Kubota equipment since 1991. Achieving Kubota's elite status to the service department and the years of experience throughout the dealership are just some of the reasons to choose Hennard.
7: Hennard Foothills Equipment in Circe, your hometown dealer no matter where you live. Hey!
1: great show. Well, again, with this great. I don't know why you keep coming up with that. I mean, <laughs> it's just very good. Tomorrow, we're on the road to Elias. Oh, Elias. Talking about Elias, Mexican grill. And we'll also hear from Hannah Gamble. Yep. And the start of the new Justin Moore's Razorback Trivia. I'm all in, Jerry. Morning, nine, nine, nine. The rest of my life gonna start today.
6: The Arkansas Golf Center in Conway is recognized as a perennial Golf Digest Top 100 fitter and multi-year best in state for golf instruction. The award-winning pros at Arkansas Golf Center utilize industry-leading technology like TrackMan 4 and Foresight GC Quad Launch Monitors to measure your golf swing needs. With a matched low-price guarantee and 0% financing available, you'll never pay more while shopping local. Go to ARGolfCenter.com to find out more and book your lesson or fitting today
0: live from the eat my catfish studios you feed your crave for sports by listening to drive time sports much like you feed your crave at any of the seven eat my catfish locations the number one sports radio show in arkansas drive time sports on the buzz radio network
2: Draft Time Sports, here on the Buzz Radio Network. Trey Shap, I'm Randy Rainwater. Gotta tell you, folks, this is another fantastic deal, another fantastic opportunity. I'm gonna go ahead and say it, take advantage of Frank Fletcher, okay, because the deal's that good, and we're talking dinner for two. Now, this is a Thursday night only special. So that means you got to go and make your reservations for tomorrow night. But I promise you, you're going you're going to swear, man. I I got the best of old Frank on this one at the Riverfront Steakhouse because you're going to get all this for thirty six dollars. Thirty six dollars. How about two you and your favorite other person, whether it be wife or otherwise. The Riverfront Salad Bar is where it begins, because this is a feast into itself. If you can't find enough at that salad bar to where, when they bring you the entrees, you're going to think, I can't eat this, hey, Shapur, you got got a to-go box? I got to take this stuff home, because I loaded up on the salad bar, with that baby shrimp no less. So, you get the famous salad bar with shrimp for two. Then you get to pick two entrees. And I have always believed that the best grilled chicken breast around, and by the way, it's 10 ounces, that is either lemon pepper or blackened, that what you'll find, now you also get the penne pasta carbonara, or you get the gulf jumbo shrimp, six of those, and you're thinking, there is no way. There's no way that six shrimp can fill me up. Have you seen these babies? I mean, they are about the size of what? Just extend your hand out, and that's how big they are. And then, then, I just want to see somebody sit down with one of those baked potatoes, because you can make a meal out of the baked potato, or mashed potatoes, onion rings, or spinach supreme. I do what I did a couple times. <laughs> I've just said, give me two baked potatoes instead of maybe a baked potato and something else. But that's only $36. Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock. Wyndham Hotel. Make your reservations now. Ask for William or Shapur. 3719,000. There's the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock. Ugh. I can't get this to work.
0: Bart Reed's player profile and scouting report is brought to you by the Hoop 5 Basketball Academy.
2: And good afternoon, Mr. Bart Reed.
3: Hello. So, Randy, I have to start off with a question for you. I watched Master's Time, which is the greatest time. Has Tiger Woods not turned into the golf statesman in his career? I I saw him on the range. Visiting and hitting golf balls, which he never would have done earlier in his career. I just thought it was funny how these athletes kind of transform themselves to, to be an ambassador for the game late in their career.
6: It's kind of like a basketball coach that uh, early on in their career, they're rough, they're tough with you, tough love, and then as they get later in their career – they kind of mellow out a little bit maybe let you get away with a
2: little more did bobby knight ever mellow out well okay Okay. he's the
6: exception there there are exceptions to the rule okay right okay yeah but i know joe foley has mellowed out and i would think that coach richardson might have mellowed out we'll have him on later today but um yeah randy i mean bart brings up a good point tiger woods Talking with other players on the race, not that he didn't in the past. It just seems like he's more engaging now. Engages he's almost,
2: with more. He's almost smiling and talking to the gallery. That's yep. the other thing. Yep. You never saw him do that. Never. Now, Bart, you gotta you gotta ask this of Trey because we're gonna test the true dedication, the true love, the true admiration. He told me he put some dollars down. On the
6: masters. I did not put any money on Tiger Woods to Whoa. win. Whoa.
4: No. Oh, no. Who'd you pick, right?
6: Uh, well, I went with Scotty Scheffler. Uh that's one. I also picked Rory. I picked Jason Day. Um who are the others that I had on there? Uh John Rahm, Will Zalatoris. Phil Nicholson. Nope. And Bo no, no DJ? I, no. Nope. I don't think a live golfer is gonna win. Yeah, and, I, and, it, right. and it's and it's going to be hard for them unless they're a past champion to, or, or if they win, obviously, the U.S. Open, the British Open for a PGA championship. It's going to be real hard for them to get into the Masters in the future.
2: Unless they win it.
6: Unless they win it or win one of those other majors where they get a five-year exemption because of the official World Golf rankings. they're not getting any points. And they're yeah. not getting points in it. So it's going to be
2: tough for the live golfers to make it. All right, Bart. I've got some questions for you that are not golf-related. And uh, this is from our Asher record service company. Uh, George, the Razorback Man, said, I think Bart is on today. You're absolutely correct. Are we going to turn over our entire roster again this year? I heard early that the four stars are just sitting, waiting to see if they have a roster spot. I want to know how this works for someone that played at the D1 level. Is this a year-over-year year thing? Oh, I thought if COVID was over, the fast turn of players would slow down. Well, you still got one more year of COVID to work your way through. Yeah,
4: for sure.
3: Well, listen, it's not just... I don't know if he's referring to the coaches turning it over. A lot of it is... So, Coach Musselman has taken an approach where, obviously, he's, he's paid to win basketball games. He's going to improve his roster however he sees fit. There is a little bit of waiting game and and plug-and-play for the guys that are currently signed. Of course, we hear it all the time, the four-year scholarship that's one-year renewable. Well, it's more of a one-year renewable type of situation, especially you're talking about teams competing for the national championship you have to produce, although there are certain programs that just honor those scholarships. I think Coach Musselman has got a way of kind of weeding players out without telling them to go and a lot of that is players see the writing on the wall that it's not a fit and so we've had this exodus of players but guys let's, let's go sugarcoat it a lot of this stuff is driven from the players they're leaving because this class of younger player is used to results they want listen you could start on a Hawks team on the Adidas circuit, average 12 points a game, and have three offers during the summer. And that might not be enough for you to come back the next year. And that's just the hard reality of the situation. Players move and shake, and they move, and they're looking for the next opportunity. Guys, one year is a 10-year spot now. It's just how it is. And so a lot of it's not just on the coaches. The players are easily dissatisfied, And they're looking for the next opportunity to either fit their brand or better themselves according to stats. And I I can't say that I blame them, but this is the revolving door that we're going to – COVID, no COVID, it doesn't matter. This is how it's going to be. This is what Coach Musk is going to go the transfer portal every year, and we're going to turn five to six to seven players over, I think, every year, guys.
2: Well, in specific, I know he's talking, or at least referencing Joseph Pinion, Barry Dunny yeah. Jr., and Darian Ford. Yeah. yeah, I like all three of those <laughs> kids, but uh, you know, it's kind of like I forget which coach said it, but in the recruiting process, I'm trying to replace. I'm trying to find someone who's better than you, and that's, that's right. the bottom line. Every year, kind of like what you're saying, coaches are trying to find better players. In some cases, players are trying to find a place where they have a better chance of fitting in and play. The kids want to play. Have no problem with that. But I I do think sometimes there is so little patience and it works both ways. Mm -hmm. So little patience with the coach, with the player because you don't hear that term thrown around as much. Well, let's put him in the oven and let him cook for a while and let him uh, have a chance to get better. Nope. i got to go out and find somebody that I think is better than him now. And the other disadvantage that a young player in Arkansas system has, I think, Bart, Trey, is that Coach Musselman has shown, with the exception of this year with Anthony Black and uh, Nick Jones, or Nick Smith. When he was healthy. When he was healthy, but that he prefers older players. Mm-hmm.
3: He he does. Older older, more physical players. He prefers taller guards. And we we know this from from past certain people were asked to you know, and so but I think for the person that wrote in, these guys are not just sitting there wondering if they have a scholarship. There's a dynamic there in the locker room and these players I don't say they fully understand exactly where they sit, but they have a good idea of where they are in the depth process and scholarships out and available and all of that stuff. That's why I encourage all my players, don't just sign the shiny piece of paper because Arkansas looks really good until you're sitting on the bench and you don't get a chance to play. Make sure the school is a good fit, not just the biggest school. Make sure the school is a good fit because it is a commitment on both parties if it doesn't work out, obviously. So make sure it's a good fit.
2: And the sad part about that is if they are an Arkansan who's always dreamed of playing with Arkansas and they are lucky enough to sign out of high school, but it may not always work out. All right, let's talk. Well,
3: no, I I want us to think about this because I never thought of it this way, and Coach Anderson had this rule. Do you need to be an out-of-state player to effectively play for the Arkansas Razorbacks? Our in-state, and I think even Nick Smith would tell you the overall pressure that mounted of the expectation. Is it easier in a pro in a state like this that you're an out of state player playing for the Arkansas Razor? Certainly a good question because these in state players they tend to really struggle at times, whether it's skill level, overhyped, under recruiting, which Nick Smith is not overhyped but certainly the kid had the weight of the world on his shoulders being in Arkansas playing for the Arkansas Razorback.
2: All right, Bart, we're going to try to squeeze in. David, if need be, will hold him over. David, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Bart?
4: I do. It's a a non-Arkansas question, if I could take just a second. Uh, Bart, um, listening to this uh, spot back in January, I believe it was, uh, and you said that uh, the, the topic of Kentucky came up. They were going pretty badly, had lost by 15 at Missouri, and you said, Calipari will not make it after this year. He is gone. And I made a note of that, a mental note of that, because you left no wiggle room for yourself, and I kind of raised my eyebrows. You said, he's he's going to be out. Wondered if you still um, feel that way. You know, it was around the time that there was fans, or a fan that took a sign in the Rupp Arena that said, please go to Texas. Uh, you were right that Kentucky fans were certainly disgruntled, but you are the only one that I heard that that said definitively he will be gone after this year.
2: All right, hang tight, Bart. You can answer that when we return. Thank you, David. We'll get your response in a moment. All right, Bart Reed, pure sweat basketball skills. Trey Shapp. I'm Randy Rainwater. Drop time sports will continue. Listen
1: for birthday trivia in the zone with Justin and Wes, presented by Elia's Mexican Grill, award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Elia's in Moralton is now open for lunch on Sundays. Take exit 108. At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important, and they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar, all ready to take home and serve to your family Tonight, and it can all be found at your favorite sister arkansas edwards food giant deli this week's special is mexican chicken for only 749 paired with roasted corn and black beans for just 4.99
6: your joints are talking to you right they're saying hey something's not right you didn't listen because you thought the pain would go away in a week or two but it's not going away
1: football legend emmett smith knows you've got to listen to your body and when it sends pain signals don't wait Get ahead. Stop it in its tracks with a visit to the nation's leader in joint pain relief. That's QC Kinetics.
6: Yeah, they are way ahead of the curve in this pain treatment
1: business. QC Kinetics says no to invasive surgeries and harsh drugs. They've found a better natural way to relief using your body's own healing properties that you were born with. And it takes place the same day right in the office. Before that pain goes next level, get ahead
0: of it.
6: Go see QC Kinetics. Stop it in its tracks. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440.
1: Tune in each Monday to Drive Tom Sports' Randy and Rick talk hog baseball with hard-hitting Jared Wagner. Brought to you by Fat Burger. Stop by Fat Burger today to get your hands on LA's original Fat Burger made with thick and juicy beef patties. And don't forget about their made from scratch onion rings, fat and skinny fries, and hand scoop real ice cream milkshakes. Visit the last great hamburger with locations in Conway and Greenbrier. That's Fat Burger.
5: All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros makes automotive service and tire buying simpler. Always treating customers like family. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros is family owned and operated, built on honesty and friendly service. Stop in today to shop our wide selection of Continental and General Tires, all backed by a nationwide warranty. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, service like your daddy used to get. Stop in today or online at allabouttireandbrake.com.
3: If you want to deal with people who are straightforward when it comes to painting, Serta Pro Painters is the only answer for you. Schedule your free estimate at Surtapro.com. That's certa with a C. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated and backed by local people who will give you the straight story
1: when you're scheduling your appointment. It's that time of year now as well with spring rolling around to update the outside
3: of your home. Serta Pro is the place to go if you want exterior painting done. Improve that curb appeal, and if you're thinking about selling, get Serta Pro on the case before and raise that property value. Get Surtapro on the case at
4: Surtapro.com.
0: Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network.
2: Drive Time Sports, here on the Buzz Radio Network. Trey Shep. I'm Randy
0: Rainwater, joined again by... Bart Reed's Player Profile and Scouting Report is brought to you by the Hoop 5 Basketball Academy.
2: Well, Bart, you um, built yourself into a little box. Would you like to I work? Did. Would you like to work your way out of that box? Well,
3: <laughs> Yeah, a little about, well, listen, I think I said that around January the 13th and I will say there are some, I have some pretty good sources that are on the Kentucky and they've got a really good feel. I think at that point in time, had the season even remotely continued like it was on the track for, but Randy, let's be honest, the SEC was really good this year. They won, I think 10 out of their last 12 games. You get a succeed in the NCAA tournament, you win a game, you finish with the record that they score, say 22 and 10, that buys you another year. But the spotlight will never be greater than it's going to be next year. And if he is not surpassing I think the level that he did this year, then I think Coach John, John Calipari is gone. Guys, it's not just about wins and losses for Kentucky, if you're not competing for national championships, it's not good enough, and but winning your last 10 or 11 games out of the last 13 certainly puts you in a position where third in the league, where we get 18th in the NCAA tournament, certainly another year worth of your job, and I, I think it's well worth it, but he has not adjusted, some things have not happened at Kentucky, so the dissatisfaction with the fan base is a little bit deeper than just wins and losses. It's the progression of the wins and losses. So I certainly think he is on the hot seat next year. And he better do at least what he did this year and more, or he is, I think, out the door.
2: I really thought, and this was towards the end of the season, Kentucky's not supposed to lose to Vanderbilt. <laughs> in Lexington, no less. Yeah. I thought that might have been the straw that broke the camel's back, but uh, he survived
6: it. I thought they were supposed to win the Kentucky Invitational, which is
2: yeah, the SEC every,
6: every year at yeah. the SEC tournament.
3: Yeah. But listen, he beats, Florida, he beats Tennessee twice, Mississippi State down the stretch when they needed it, Florida, Auburn, like that stretch right there, guys, probably saved his job.
2: Mm-hmm. I would almost <laughs> believe, would you not agree, Bart, that Kentucky doesn't believe, well, the fans of Kentucky, they don't believe they should lose to anybody. But when you start right. talking about Mississippi State and Vanderbilt, that really is an insult to a Kentucky fan.
3: It, it is. It, but listen, let's don't downplay the Arkansas win, guys. That Bud Walton, that was a huge win for Kentucky, and that, on March the 4th, that was a huge win for them, too, so I don't, don't understate that, because that was a big, big W for them.
2: All right, Bart, I, we need to get to our Hoop 5 players of the week, but I've got some more questions. I, I do want to get to those real quick. Uh, let's see. Bart uh, from our Asher Record Service company, Life in Feedback, Hogball says, no, Bart worked this one out uh, Khalil Ware was talked about as a top-ten NBA draft pick. Anyway, he comes to Arkansas, is he a good fit? Does must want him. Woo.
3: Man, he is certainly a talented, talented prospect. I mean, this is a guy that, talking to three or four NBA front office guys that thought he was the most talented player at the McDonald's all American practice, and even in the game. Almost just an effortless stat collector. Points, rebounds, block shots, shoot the basketball. Guys, for us at North Little Rock in the state tournament, he hit 14 three-point shots, I believe, in three tournament games. Uh, Just incredible talent. It's all about his moat, And we say this a lot with big guys because they struggle. But Khalil Ware, as great as he is, Will go through stretches and shut down. And coaches notice, and I, Coach Muscleman to me is a guy that you have to put out in practice to get on court chances for production and games. And if you're not going to do that consistently, which is, I think, what happened to Ethan Henderson there, you're going to struggle under Coach Musselman's system, even as talented as you are. But with that said, you see what Trayvon Brazil going down. What losing a guy of that caliber and skill level because Trayvon could rim run, he could pop, shoot threes, mid-range, did for this basketball team after we lost him. And so Khalil Webb provides that ultimate value. I think he certainly would take him, but it would be under conditions, and I think Khalil would understand what he has to do And the expectations upon him coming into the game or coming into Arkansas. But I would definitely
2: grab him. Do you think Arkansas has a chance at Khalil Ware?
3: Absolutely. I think all these Mm -hmm. guys, Trey Rand, you guys might disagree.
2: I think all these guys,
3: yeah, when you go that far away from home, the first thing you're thinking about is you realize you don't come home for Christmas, you don't come home for Thanksgiving, mom and dad don't get to see you play. First thing you're thinking about home, and right, Trey, what's the best available spot at Mm -hmm. home? Mm -hmm. So I think that is exactly where his head's at, and that's what it should be, certainly if he wants to get to the next level, which I think is his goal. I'm surprised he did not enter the NBA draft or at least test the waters.
2: Hmm. All right. Uh, This from – well, let me get this other one. From the Hog fan in Texas. So, with this NBA draft, are these guys that say they are testing the draft out, is that code for they are gone and don't want to say that to fans? Bart went through it with Isaiah Joe. Did Joe know he was leaving or was it a real process?
3: Whew. Okay, well, I can tell you Isaiah Joe, and I think a lot of people thought. Isaiah Joe knew exactly what he was going to do. Now guys, that was a different thing cause that was a COVID situation and we were not even sure if we were going to play college basketball that season. So, if he was on the fence trying to decide whether we were going to have a college basketball season with COVID or going to the draft, I think so he had no idea. So, we prepared as if we were going to the draft work out and we were spot on, in shape, ready to go. But the plan was is that he was going to go back to college. The deadline creeped and creeped and creeped. And guys, I don't know if you remember, they extended it, mm-hmm. the college deadline, a little bit that yes. year, that I, I think allowed players to really kind of see where they were and get a real foothold in the draft. Interviews, that's all that process. And so that was really what came in to save Isaiah Joe because I, my my feedback to him was that he needed to go. Guys, you're talking about a player that's a freshman with a 14-15 to 15 round projected draft pick that comes back, loses a couple of percentage points and a couple of points per game and drops to the late second round. That's how much scrutiny is on players like Moses Moody, Nick Smith, That you almost can't win for losing. So, My advice was to go, and certainly Philadelphia came in with, I think, some guarantees, and, you know, it just came too good to pass up on. But most players go in kind of genuinely thinking, leaning one way, but they're waiting the information to kind of lay itself out and see what the draft looks like, competition, and teams that are interested. And, And coaches play a big part in that now, guys. Coach Musselman with his NBA pedigree can really pull people aside. I think it was Jordan Walsh that said he's got a plan. Coach Musselman can talk to these players, where they are, what they need to work on, how the NBA sees them. That's a big value to these guys that really come out and want to go to the next level. They want to be in a place where a coach knows what they're looking at, knows what they're talking about.
6: Hey, Bart, how, if if Musk can pull it off, if they could get L.J. Cryer, How big would that be?
3: Uh, It would be huge. So it's hard to go away from the traditional freshman. You can get guys of that caliber that you know you can plug and play and are going to give you immediate, immediate production. Like, Trey, it's the ultimate value if you feel like you can get a double-double or it's just just such a huge thing for, because I think we can all agree, Coach Musselman is a defensive genius. This team, what his teams have lacked is offense and shooting. Bart, so We got to go. Exists. Thank you, Bart.
7: trending in the world of sports on Out of Bounds every weekday. Join me and Joe as we take a look at what's trending on social media and see what you have to say about it. What's trending in the world of sports weekdays from West Rock Coffee and 103.7 The Buzz.
1: Bubba Carpenter joins Justin and Wes in the zone every week this baseball season presented by Johnston's Home Center in Benton.